It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. Welcome aboard here on a, uh, <laughs> what is it, Wednesday? Wednesday. Yeah. yeah th- this is going to be a good show, Brady. I'm off to a fast start uh, today. It's Yeah, this week it's only Wednesday and it feels like it should be next Monday. <laughs> and lots more to do and we've already done quite a bit. Talk about the games we saw yesterday uh, and run down. i got a lot of girls ba- uh, softball scores uh, to run down for you. We'll talk about what we're doing uh, today and even later in the uh, week. Uh, but let's uh, start because the, uh, I think on Monday's show we talked about uh, Port Huron Northern graduate Jack Campbell and what he's doing in the National Hockey League. Well, St. Clair grad Jake Cronenworth, just some unbelievable numbers for the San Diego Padres. Yeah, through uh, his first 12 games, he's hitting 362. With a 434 on base percentage, has uh, three doubles and a triple, and yeah, he's hitting all over the lineup. They've batted him leadoff, batted him second, put him in the six hole. So, yeah, that's uh, pretty good for old Jake Cronenworth. And he's done it longer than Badu, so Cronenworth's better than Badu. And here's just another fun <laughs> stat: is that out of through the first 12 games, he's uh, swung and missed twice. Think about that now. We're not talking about high school baseball or high school softball or little league or travel ball. We're talking about major league baseball. Swung and missed twice this season, and he's a regular player. Yeah. Through 124 strikes, he's, uh, excuse me, 77 times he swung at strikes, he has swung and missed twice. And that's why he's hitting, what would you say, 361? Yeah. Yeah, because he makes contact, puts the ball in play. Hits them where they ain't. All right, uh, on that note, we'll take a break. And I saw a lot of offense again yesterday, uh, Brady. So <laughs> get ready. Tri-County Equipment is your local John Deere dealer. With 10 locations in southeastern Michigan, Tri-County Equipment can help you get the equipment you need. From tractors to ATVs, from snowblowers to used equipment, Tri-County Equipment is your one-stop shop. Right now, Tri-County Equipment is offering free home delivery on select John Deere models. For a full list, visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Tri-County Equipment with 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Caro, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, (laughs) slip, (laughs) squeak, or leak, replace them with Anderson windows with low E glass, low maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. 
Michaels, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michaels Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow. I knew Michaels Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michaels really is your dealer for the people. Michaels Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Grand. Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michael's your dealer for the people. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Derek Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Derek Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Derek Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, on a, a busy week, we had uh, two more games uh, yesterday. Brady was at St. Clair for St. Clair Anchor Bay softball, and I was in Marine City, uh, and I love that ballpark because it's a launching pad when the wind is blowing out. The fences are 200, and we had the wind blowing out, and I got to see a couple more home runs. But I'm going to let you go first because you got to see a home run finally yesterday. Yeah, and what also I got to see again was some good pitching from uh, Allison Vogt of Anchor Bay, she struck out her first, got her first seven outs via the strikeout. So it would not have mattered the first time through the lineup if there wasn't anyone in the field for Allison Vogt. She went strikeout, 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 then Claire Borg went yard, strikeout, walk, strikeout, strikeout, strikeout. That was your first two and a third innings. Wow. <laughs> yeah, you, you didn't need any infielders or outfielders. No, you just needed the catcher. <laughs> um, but she pitched well. Uh, St. Clair eventually started to get to her. They did lose 6-3. to three. Um, Couldn't kind of get the big hit in the fifth and sixth innings. They got, I believe, two on both innings. One of the innings they got bases loaded. Uh, Rochelle Schweighoffer was able to drive in a sack fly, but that was it. Um, they couldn't get that big breakthrough hit. Uh, like I said, Claire Borg, the home run, really the only one for them. Anchor Bay, they are a good softball team. Danielle Keeley had three hits, including a triple. Uh, Deanna Hyde had a big RBI. Uh, Amanda Schick had a big uh, RBI double in that first inning to kind of get them up. They went up 3 nothing. Maddie Cook started pitching. And after the first inning where... She gave up three runs. She settled down nicely and only gave up uh, one more the rest of the way. And that was in the second after she gave up a triple and then a double uh, to Taylor Wolf. And Wolf actually got thrown out trying to stretch that into a triple. But Anchor Bay is a good, good softball team. St. Clair was their first game. They played pretty well. There was a few mistakes that you know uh, they're going to want to correct, but no, I thought both these teams were talented. Just Anchor Bay had a little more uh, – got, got the timely hits, I would say. Okay. Um, my game had a combination of everything. We had runs. We had hits. Um, we had errors, 11 errors in this game. And, and Brady, I could have probably given a couple of more. Um, but uh, I – you know, uh, PH right from the, the get-go – struggle in this in the second inning they gave up nine runs and a big part of it was they committed four errors in that inning um, and on multiple occasions they had a chance to end it in fact uh, they made an, an error with one out and then with two outs 
they made three errors in four batters. So they, they should have been out of the inning That's frustrating. with minimal damage. And in the end, nine runs are in, and at the end of the second, you're down 13-2. to two. To their credit, they were down 16-2 to two in this game in the third inning, and the Mariners had basically the winning run at third base and a good hitter at the plate, and they got an out to get out of the inning on a pop-up, uh, and then they came back in their next at-bat and scored seven runs. Oh, <laughs> to, maybe to make, a ball game. Yeah, I mean, so they, they, they didn't give up, and, and they can hit. But I want your opinion on this because I don't know why stuff like this happens. First inning, top of the first, Julia Gilbert leads off with a rocket up the gap, short hops the fence, stand-up double. Next batter, Izzy Trombley, left-hand hitter, lover swing, goes opposite field, line drive over the left field fence for a home run. Then you get a strikeout, then a line shot single and a stolen base, and then you get two strikeouts. How does a pitcher get shelled like that right off the bat and then all of a sudden finds it and gets and strikes out the side? And sometimes it just takes a few few batters to get warmed up, find that grip, find what's working for you that day. And I mean, the other thing is you went through the first what four or five hitters. And then you said they struck out what six yeah, and seven. The, so well, they they, they you know, struck they struck the out the, part the, of the five lineup. and six hitters. Okay, yeah, I I would just say that probably just takes a little bit to get that feel. Maybe changing up how they're pitching, mixing up the pitches better, hitting the locations more. All right, so then we go to the bottom of the first, and uh, Savannah Cania gets Jade Blanchard on a ground ball to second, gets uh, Pelagata on a ground ball to short, and then all of a sudden. Home run, single, single walk, bases loaded, triple before you get the third out. How do you get the first two outs that easy, and then all of a sudden they that, wail on you? That's baseball and softball for <laughs> you. It doesn't make sense. It I doesn't. Had, I had the same thing, like I said, second inning. Maddie Cook got a lazy fly out to right field and then struck out, and then it went triple, double. Oh, couldn't get out of the inning unharmed. I mean, so it, it was a crazy game. Uh, Marine City scored 22 runs on 13 hits, and PH had 11 runs on 11 hits. Lots of uh, players had big games. Uh, I'm just going to go down. This is going to take about 20 minutes. Uh, Julia Gilbert, two for four, two doubles, two runs scored, two RBIs. Uh, Izzy Trombley, uh, again, a a freshman, great swing. Mm -hmm. Um, Three for four with uh, a home run, scored twice, drove in four. Uh, you had Emma Trombley had uh, two hits and knocked in a run and scored a run. Two hits for Morgan James with a stolen base. Uh, Jordan uh, Fiedler had a double and a sacrifice fly, scored a run, drove in a, a run for the uh, Big Reds. Uh, on the other side of it, Jade Blanchard went one for three but scored twice and drove in two. Uh, Maya Pelagata, two for four with uh, a triple. Two runs scored, two RBIs. Ainsley Coleman, Two for three, three runs scored, three RBIs. She had a home run that was a bomb to left field in the first inning. Uh, Jocelyn Dietland, two for four, scored three runs, knocked in a run. Isabella Volkman uh, was three for four, scored three runs, got on base four times, drove in uh, three runs. She had a single and scored. Then she made an out, but it drove in a run. Mm-hmm. Uh, then she uh, singled and scored, walked and scored, and then she had a, a two-run single that ended the game. Uh, and, and put them ahead by uh, enough runs to make it uh, the mercy. Then you had uh, Kylie Rickert, who was the starting pitcher. She had a triple, drove in three runs, scored two runs, too. Uh, Maya Simmons had an RBI single and scored. Uh, and in the nine spot, they used two players, Paige Nelson and uh, Bailey Haslam, and Haslam was up from the JV, and uh, they got only one hit between them, but uh, a walk, reached on an error, reached on a fielder's choice, and scored all four times. That's not bad out of the nine hole. <laughs> no. So it was, there was, again, a lot of offense. But this time around, some shoddy defense assisted in, in the reason why I had 33 runs. In yeah, I haven't had a lot of bad defense, I'd say, all, all year. Well, all week, I've, the first week I've been doing this. There was only one error in the game last night, and it wasn't a bad one. It was just a throw that pulled the girl off first base. Uh, I've seen, at least for me, a lot of strikes thrown, and – Outside of one inning last night, that was really the only inning where I was like, all right, that's a walk, that's a walk, that's a walk, for the most part this year. 
Yeah. Uh, and again, uh, and I'm, I'm not making excuses for anybody, but I'm also pointing out you had uh, the, the, the big blue sky yesterday with the sun. So you had sun, you had sky, and you had wind because it was the outfield that really struggled in the game. Yeah, mine did a, did a great job. I thought both teams very sound defensively. The, the biggest mistakes I saw was St. Clair running the bases a few times. They got a little out of sync, but besides that, both teams played a solid game. That was I saw a really good softball game. Yeah, team uh, teams seem to be aggressive on the base paths, uh, especially in uh, in softball. And, and I've seen a few runners get thrown out on the bases so far this year in my games as well. Uh, Northern got a, a league win, eight to five over Frazier. Allie Shagney with three more hits and two more RBIs. Megan Prangy drove in three runs. Uh, Rebecca Larson had uh, two RBIs. Mackenzie Shagney with two hits, and Abby Lanshute also had uh, two hits. So still a lot of offense for Northern, uh, eight, eight to five, the way, the way their first three games went eight to five, probably felt like a pitching duel yesterday. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> Marysville beat gross point South seven to six. Uh, the Vikings took the lead late in that game. I believe they scored the go ahead run in the sixth, uh, and hung on for the win. New Haven all over, uh, Rochester Lutheran Northwest 15 to nothing. Millington sweeps a double header from North branch. They took the first game. 10-5. Uh, Emily uh, Ludisher had three hits, scored a run, knocked in two for the Broncos. Elena Deshetsky with two hits, a run, and an RBI. Peyton Shepard had two hits and an RBI. And Natasha Bickle had two hits and a run. North Branch had just three hits in the nightcap and lost that game to Millington 10 to nothing. And, yes, Millington is really good. That's the team that beat Marine City in the quarterfinals the last time we had softball. All right. So They've got some players, and I'm going to assume they still have some of them there. <laughs> so that's what we got from softball. I, again, I don't know what else there was. It's Baseball and softball are going to be the hardest to get scores from just because with football and basketball, you're required to submit them to the MHSAA. I don't think you are for baseball or softball. Yeah, so if we don't get our hands on it, we can't report it. But if uh, you got it and you can send it to us, uh, I'll put it up on the website. We have a scoreboard page um, and also – We'll talk about it on the podcast. What, what we talk, how the podcast is dictated is on the information that we can receive. Yeah. So, all right. Well, other information we have. We only did one baseball game on Monday, but we saw probably, the, well, your lowest scoring game, but maybe the best game we've seen so far in this young season. Yeah. Th- this was a good ball game between uh, Yale and uh, Algonac. And, again, it started off with uh, fireworks, uh, and we thought maybe we'd, we'd see a lot of uh, runs again. Uh, we had a couple of home runs early in the uh, ball game. There it is. I had to find it on the right page. We got a two-run homer in the first inning from Connor McLaughlin. Uh, he's got a big swing. Like, he doesn't get cheated no. when he's at the plate, and when he runs into it, it goes a long way. This was not a cheap home run. No, no. That probably went, what, 350, 360? Easy, easy. And Algonac, if you've never been there, Really short down the lines. It's like 305 to left, 300 to right. But center is 370, and the fences shoot out to it really quick. So in the gaps, he hit the ball probably where it's 340 to get out anyways. Mm -hmm. And he cleared the fence, yeah, easy, uh, 10, 20 feet. You knew off the bat it was gone too. Yeah. So then we thought, okay, here we go, because in the bottom of the second, James Critson came up for Algonac, and he yanked one down the left field line. This one was not as majestic, but it carried out, and yeah. it cleared the, the 305 and, and left by about 307, but it counted for two runs. Yeah, right after I just got done talking about how the wind uh, was, was blowing out to left field, he, he, got it, he got it up in the jet stream enough. I mean, it was a good swing. It wasn't lazy pop-up, but he got it out there. Yeah, no, it, it, was, it was kind of a, a line. It was more of a liner than a fly ball, but it was up a little higher than you think of a, of a line drive, and I, and I do think – that that helped him. Then uh, Algonac pushed across a run in the uh, third inning to take a 3-2 uh, lead, and there was an error on a sacrifice bunt that kind of that set that all up, and the ball got thrown down the right field line on the throw to first, and a runner was able to come all the way around from first base and uh, score a, a fast runner. Brad Wineski's got wheels. Um, and so it was 3-2 Algonac, and it stayed that way for a long time, and then we saw Brady – one of the most unique plays I've ever seen hmm. in a baseball game. 
like maybe I've seen this in softball, but I know I've never seen it in baseball, where a runner scored from first on a bunt single. I thought it was second. I thought it was runners on first and second. Is that what? Yeah, it was first, first and, and second, second, and the runner scored on a bunt single. Yeah. After, with a two perfectly outs, placed bunt single up the first base. After, after he already swung at strike one and with two outs. Put, just pulled it right down the first base line with him. Yeah, Caden Kovac, who had struck out twice on the afternoon, and as you said, was down 0-1 on the count. He laid it down the first. You, you couldn't take it with your hand and roll it down the line in a better spot or at a better speed. No. Because that was the key to it, too. It was fast enough to get by the pitcher, but too slow for the first baseman to get to in time to do anything. Uh, and the uh, runner from uh, second... Uh, who was uh, Barr, was running at second for uh, Herndon, just came flying around, never stopped. No. So it was obviously a play that they practice because he, he, he knew he was going to try to score on the play. If it wasn't, it was a great job <laughs> by the third base coach to recognize that. And then that uh, tied things up, and uh, Jack Cavanaugh, who uh, started at uh, pitcher um, and uh, went five and two-thirds, only gave up three hits. He was a little wild at times. That was the other thing about it. He came out and he had great command early. Then he lost it for a few innings, and then he had great command again. Uh, and then Preston Hughes came in to close things. So Kavanaugh with the uh, RBI single to put him up in the seventh. And uh, Hughes went an inning and a third and struck out uh, three of the four batters, and he was throwing smoke. Only three hits for Algonac. Yeah, and I think uh, when Hughes came in, I could be wrong. I'd have to go back and listen, but I thought – he threw 10 straight strikes when he came in. Didn't miss the zone once. Yeah, he got Critson to end the sixth. Sadler grounded out to second to start the uh, ninth, and then he struck out uh, Meldrum and Thomason. And I know Meldrum and Thomason, I think he, he struck out on six pitches. Yeah. And, and like I say, he was, he was throwing smoke. But I, I thought, like, like you said, uh, there were three errors in the game. Uh, and they contributed to scoring in the game. Uh, they helped Yale get two of their runs, and, and it helped Algonac get one of their runs. You had the two home runs. But I thought, really, the, the pitching was pretty solid for both teams. And it was interesting because the, the two starters uh, were, were those guys that, that you talk about. It. They're the guys that pitch backwards. Mm -hmm. They throw a lot of junk. And then it makes their not-so-fast fastball look a little faster when they throw it. But – uh, a lot of curveballs, a lot of change-ups, a lot of uh, breaking balls for the first six innings of the game. And then the relievers came in, and they threw a little harder. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how hard uh, they were. Those Hughes was throwing hard. Kasner was throwing hard, but Hughes was throwing real hard. Yeah, and I think it also did help that they, they were following up kind of uh, – more of a junk ball pitcher. Yeah, but I, I, I think Hughes does have a, a good arm. Or yeah. at, least, at least he did at Algonac on uh, Monday. Yeah, because you don't do what he did uh, with just by, yeah, just by um, not throwing hard or not having a good arm. Uh, and uh, I think that – no, we had a softball score. Uh, too, because Algonac's yeah. girls were playing on the next field. Yeah. And they used uh, three whole innings to beat Clintondale 15 to nothing. So they've played six innings of softball uh, that I know about and have scored 33 runs. That's not bad. <laughs> you think? It's gonna, I'm just going to tell you, if you're a softball fan in the, the BWAC, you're going to see a lot of runs this season. Uh, the, just the, the, the teams I've seen and the scores uh, the, that I'm seeing – uh, it's been uh, ridiculous. All right, we'll uh, we'll grab a break and we'll kind of talk about what we're going to see uh, today uh, and uh, some more stuff coming up uh, this week as we continue with the podcast. Here, it's the Tri County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports podcast. Tri-County Equipment is your local John Deere dealer. With 10 locations in southeastern Michigan, Tri-County Equipment can help you get the equipment you need. From tractors to ATVs, from snowblowers to used equipment, Tri-County Equipment is your one-stop shop. Right now, Tri-County Equipment is offering free home delivery on select John Deere models. For a full list, visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Tri-County Equipment with 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. 
Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. When today is unpredictable, staying focused on your long-term financial goals matters more than ever. Count on your Ameriprise advisor for personalized, goal-based advice to help you navigate now and stay on track for tomorrow. Call Ameriprise financial advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union, real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Welcome back to Tri-County Equipment, Get Stuck On Sports uh, podcast. You know, before we get into to this next uh, segment, um, Monday, Brady was supposed to do the Marine City Port Huron High baseball game, and on his way to Marine City, he got the word that the game wasn't going to happen. So he just kept on driving uh, and came to Algonac. We got to work together. Uh, we've worked together before. Uh, we, a couple of years ago, we did an SC4 basketball game, and that was fun. Earlier this year, we did a hockey game. We did a few random basketball games together whenever I was back in town. Yeah. We, I think we did a couple football, too. But we, we haven't done a ton of games together. And Monday, I thought we had a, a really good broadcast and did a really good job. I, I didn't listen back to the whole game, but I listened back to just a part because I, I said, felt like that was a really good game. I want to listen back and make sure that I wasn't imagining things. Cause well, baseball, you know, I've said it before, it always lends itself more to being 
a needing a color commentator just because there's a lot of dead time so there's more room for conversation where when you do basketball or hockey the color guy almost has to like jump in and you get like three seconds to make your point before <laughs> especially on radio before the next guy's got to make got to say what's going on because it's so quick moving yeah but anyways had fun on uh, on monday but uh, we separate throughout the rest of the week so that we can get more coverage uh and uh, today uh, will be uh, no different we'll have uh three games for you today including brady's doing a, a double header at Armada, St. Clair and Armada. So you'll get to see the Saints two days in a row. Armada played a doubleheader, what, yesterday? yesterday. So back-to-back -to -back doubleheaders. find out scores. Uh, yeah, they lost to MLA City twice. Um, again, I couldn't get stats for it, but at least that's what I found. Armada 0-2, and, and I expect yeah, 18, St. 5, 7, I know St. Clair was missing a few girls yesterday, um, and I expect St. Clair. I think Anchor Bay is a really good team. I think St. Clair is probably the favorites in this one. So it'll be at Armada, 4 o'clock for game one, and then uh, roughly 6 o'clock for game two, um, depending. If you get well-pitched games, you'll start yeah. before six. Yes. And if you get – Basically, uh, what, 10, 15 minutes after the first game? Yeah, is usually uh, what, what they wait. So St. Clair against Armada in a uh, doubleheader today. I'll be uh, doing a baseball game. I'll see Marysville for the first time. You've seen – the uh, Vikings, you did a doubleheader uh, last weekend. And I saw them play Marine City. And, you, and well, you were going to see them play Marine City. No, that was PA. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah they did play Friday, that game. last Friday. And Marysville look, has looked pretty good here in the early going. Yeah, no, they have good pitching, and I'm assuming their guys, either Maceo Miller, Larry Smayfield, someone is going to be on the mound for them today that will be throwing strikes and <laughs> will be tough to hit. You say Lakeshore is usually decent. I've never seen a Lakeshore baseball game. I, so. I, I, at least just from what I remember, I have no idea what they've been the last couple of years. But I, I don't think I've ever remembered hearing about a, just an awful Lakeshore team. St. Clair Shores is kind of a big area. Uh, baseball is popular at the youth level. and mm -hmm. So I, I would think all three of those schools in St. Clair Shores usually have somebody who can play. Right. As long as you get some pitching and can make the plays, you'll have a, at least an entertaining game. But, no, you'll, you'll get to sit in the booth in Marysville. That's a nice little setup. Yeah, that'll get me out of the sun, too, because I'm starting to take on my lobster shade. I have two shades, Casper the Friendly Ghost and Lobster. You, just get, you, ju you don't tan, you just burn? <laughs> I don't tan, I just burn. <laughs> yeah, yeah my, my skin does not like sunlight. Um, if I drank blood, I'd be a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> well, lucky for you because it's not supposed to get much above 55 today and uh, going to be a bit windy for you. I wonder if I can get in the booth in Armada because they have one, don't they, they? They have one. I don't know that it'll be open up. Yeah. It's but, elevated too, so you'll be like big leagues up there. Well, it's uh, going to be kind of some cold weather. You'll look today, 55 and cloudy tomorrow. Oof. 48 and rainy. Friday, 49, rainy. Saturday, 55 and cloudy. I don't mind the cloudy. It, it's the rainy. Even next week's not supposed to be great. I, uh, Nothing above 60. We're Ugh. busy. Well, uh, on you said uh, rainy on Thursday. You'll yeah. be at Northern, so you're in a booth. Yeah. Because so, they have a booth at the baseball field and the softball field. You'll see Northern in Algonac. Um, and then uh, also on uh, that day, I'll be at Marysville, which actually the booth might be open. On the softball field. Yeah, I don't know if what what the situation is with softball. So Marysville and Northern, looking forward to that. Marysville's just been a launching pad. Yeah, yeah. You, I know. <laughs> and you I know like Northern can runs. hit. <laughs> you like your home runs, and well, every, every game you've done, you've seen one, multiple, multiple. Even mm. when you did the baseball, Even when game. I did the baseball game, uh, I've done one game this year that didn't have a home run. That was my first baseball game. Oh, but yeah. there were eighteen runs scored. That's right. <laughs> Forgot about that first game. So that that was fun. You're still doing. You were locked in on basketball still. Yeah, uh, I, had, I hadn't shifted yet. So Thursday, I've got Northern Marysville softball, and uh, Brady's got baseball, Algonac Northern. Then on uh, Friday, I do a baseball doubleheader at Northern against Denny White St. Clair Saints. Yeah, that should that that'll be a fun one for you. You know, you're going to see some good pitching there. Um, we went over it before. You're going to see some heat being thrown too. And then uh, where I'm going to I'm going to uh, say that those two games at Northern, unless somebody hits one to right, 
Those will be the the first two games where I don't see a home run. <laughs> yeah, and I'm well, and I'm back at St. Clair, so a lot of Saints for you this week. And well, St. Clair softball, they're playing every day of of the season. I think they had it feels like Coach Mon told me they have seven games this week. They had one yesterday, two today, two today. Um, I don't know, one next couple days, and then two on Saturday. Yeah, so keeping busy because what they. They go to North Branch for a doubleheader yeah. Saturday? Yeah, that's what I, I thought. Speaking of Saturday, we'll be out at Imlay City, and uh, I'll be on one field. Brady will be on the other field because there's a four-team tournament that includes Imlay City, Marysville, and Marine City. Clarkston is the other team that will uh, be there. Uh, I'll be on field one where I'll see all three Emily City games, and obviously they'll play one against Clarkston, one against Marine City, one against Marysville. Brady will be on the other field, so he'll get Marysville-Marine City for first game. That should be fun. At 9 a.m. At 9 a.m. And then you'll see Clarkston twice when they play Marysville and when they play Marine City. Yeah, it's gonna, you're going to – by the end of the week, we will should have a pretty decent idea where some of our teams shake out. Like, we haven't seen all of them, but I think we'll have a pretty good idea what St. Clair softball is. I think we'll have a pretty good idea what Marysville and Marine City softball is. Even Marysville baseball and uh, St. Clair baseball, we should have in Northern, too, a fairly – all right idea what we're going to be looking at for most of the year. See, you'll have a fun day because because as the broadcaster, you'll have first the rivalry game, which is mm-hmm. always fun, and there'll be electricity because Marysville and Marine City kids, you know, they like to win that game. Right. Uh, and then you, you, you get to, like, because we don't care about Clarkston, okay? <laughs> so you get to openly root for Marysville <laughs> and openly root for Marine City, whereas, like, I only get to do that once. The first game, I'll barely be awake. When Emily City uh, plays Clarkston, and, and then it's Emily City, Marine City, Emily City, Marysville, and, and I got to be neutral. <laughs> you do. You can't openly root for anybody. You just hope for fun plays. Yeah, and and a good game and a lot of action. And, and I can't say that happened, but it starts early on Saturday, nine o'clock on both streams for those uh, first uh, games uh, as part of that. Uh, how, what is that? A sex tuple header? I don't know. Well, it would be two triple headers is what I Two triple call. headers. Okay. Yeah, that's that's kind of taking the easy way out, though. Yeah. Well, it's take you. So, it's right. <laughs> the nice so part is, though. It's right. The nice part is, even though it starts at 9 a.m., we'll be out of there by 2. We're leaving by 2. And it'll be cool. Yes. Well, but dry. Cold. Yes. So. We'll, we'll, right. we'll be very busy the rest of the week. We're going to bring you 18 games this week, and if everything else plays out, we'll bring you 17. Yeah, only one, only one canceled. So but, far. Yeah. But, but Brady wants to make the, the rain uh, come, but it sounds like, like we're set up decently, at least for, for booths. And if not, we can test out the new rain pods. Yeah. See how those. That's going to be interesting. <laughs> but I've used used them in the past. Actually, I used them on hot days too to keep the sun off me. Um, but uh, we'll see. Yeah, I don't, we're going to have it's a little th- fun putting it away the first time. Yeah, we're going to have a third segment. What that third segment's going to be, I don't know. <laughs> but there's going to be one. Absolutely, because that's what we do here on uh, the uh, Tri County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports podcast. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-87. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series Shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark Shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark Shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. 
Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Michael's, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michael's Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michael's Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michael's really is your dealer for the people. Michael's Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michael's, your dealer for the people. TP Logos in Marysville has the area's largest selection of in-stock school spirit wear, corporate wear, and construction company gear. They do custom embroidery and custom screen printing and are the fastest growing uniform sublimation company in Michigan. Visit tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. They're open weekdays 830 to 430 or by appointment. Don't wait weeks for your gear. TP Logos will have it in days. Located across from Walt Braun Viking Stadium in Marysville. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly Tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back, uh, Dennis and uh, Brady. And again, I've seen a ton of offense, and Brady's actually seen the good pitching. You saw an eight-strikeout performance from Maceo Miller. Yes, yeah. Um, what is with this equipment? It's not me. This is it's you jingling your wires all because you play not, with that thing and that. I have not touched it the whole. No, but day. you do it as a normal thing, and I'm sure you do it during your games too. Fragile headsets are Whatever. fragile. Put it on, set it where you like it, and leave it alone. Okay, don't fidget with it. Anyway, Pearl go a pencil. On. Go pen, on. Like I do. Anyway, so you've seen um, Miller with, what, eight, an eight-strikeout performance? Yes. Uh, vote yesterday, struck out ten? Yeah. So Seven through three. Innings, yeah, I think. Y- you've seen a lot uh, more pitching. I've seen offensive explosions, but the only player that I have, like, consistent, that, that I know what, what she's done each game is Allie Shagney uh, and uh, and – she is seven for nine with two doubles, two homers. She's walked six times. She's driven in nine runs and scored nine runs at least. I didn't get her run total yesterday. She might have scored a run yesterday. Yesterday I know she went three for three and knocked in a couple of runs. But, I mean, it, 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 it's staggering, and, and they got all these weird statistics now. Weird statistics. The, the, they're slugging weird. Slugging percentage. It doesn't matter. What does slugging percentage actually tell you? It's a number, and it's ooh, but what does it actually really tell you, and how do I use that information? Tells you their extra base power. Tells you oh, Extra base power. What does that even mean? 
I, I can well, I can extra- watch a player play and not have a number and know that they have extra base power. They didn't have slugging percentage when Frank Howard played, but I can tell you Frank Howard could slug. Back in my day, all we had were hits and strikeouts. Exactly, because that's all you need. The fence was a rope out there, and we all stood by the no, field. No, we had and fences. We watched Tonus Wagner. He hits. Oh, he flew around the bases, and Ty Cobb would throw a- his. Ali Shaggy's hitting seven seventy eight. Yeah. That tells me something. Yeah. It tells me that when she comes to the bat, you're going to see a hit. Yeah. But a slugging percentage number doesn't tell me anything. The, the, what's the other one where they take slugging percentage OPS. and on base and they add it together? What does that mean? It's kind of like a better batting average because it gives you a more complete picture. Complete? Uh, no, it doesn't. How does it give you a more complete picture? It's, it's two numbers that are meaningless to me. Okay, to you, but, you know, I'm... I, How are you using that? So you use the on-base part, or the slugging percentage, which, again, tells you how much actual power they have. Because and and, and on-base percentages, I mean, again, it, it, it's arbitrary. They're going, okay, hits and walks count. Yes. But do errors count when you reach base on an error? Does that count? No, because that's not you. you when you reach on, on a fielder's choice, does that count? No, because. So I, it doesn't tell me how many times the guy's been on base. It, yes, yes, it does, because it tells you that, okay, walks. Uh, been and, on base a lot more times than just my walks and hits. Yeah, but no one cares. Oh, he got on with fielder's choices. He got on. Okay, Mr. Technical. That means he's too fast to double up. No, he doesn't. <laughs> God, you are being crotchety old man with your stats. <laughs> well, because there's there's too many stats, and and again, I think most of the stats are dumb. the 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 one stat that that I I think is a decent stat is WHIP. WHIP tells me something. WHIP tells me how many guys are actually getting on base. That's literally the pitching equivalent of on base percentage. Nah. Yeah, yes, it, it's how many people get be, on be, base be, because an like, inning. I don't know. Yes, but, but Whip, no, Whip, Whip tells me something about an individual pitcher. I, I just, I don't know. I, I don't like your your other stats. I don't like WAR either. I, I just don't understand that one. Hmm. Where you're 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 something about a, a fantasy player who's a league average. It would be if you just brought up an average player, how much better the team would have been over that. Define thing. an average player. And why are we measuring superstars against average players? Obviously, superstars are better than average players. God. You. Why do you need that stat to tell that? You, you, you couldn't tell Ken Griffey Jr. wasn't better than Schmo Smith? You needed a stat to tell you that? No, that you are completely misconstruing it. I'm not misconstruing it. Yes, you it. are. You're going, I'm telling this you the stat truth. Is stupid because it's a dumb stat. No, it's not. You are being get-off-my-lawn baseball guy right now. Batting average, RBI. Home runs, fun to know. RBIs but, are but a dumber stat really, than any of the ones you mentioned. I don't think so because our RBI tells you how much a guy produces. Does he drive in runs? How do you win games? Runs. I want well, guys on my team that drive in runs. Yeah, okay, I could hit eight triples and have no RBIs. Because you're I, hitting leadoff. So does the guy behind you drive in runs? So RBIs are a much more useless stat than any of the ones you've complained about. Pitching wins and losses are a much more useless stat than anyone you've complained about. I don't know. It tells you something. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. Look at a guy like in the major leagues, Jacob DeGrom, in like 70, I think the stat was in 77 starts through however long he's been in the big leads he's given up one or zero runs and he has a losing record in that time so he's a loser that stat is pointless so he's a loser no he's not yes he is now you're just trying to get me mad no i'm not yeah you are (laughs) i'm not jacob degrom's a losing pitcher yeah if he just would have willed his batters to hit better yeah well if you're if you're a better team guy he could have got him encouraged or he's in the national league get a hit yourself yeah Get a hit yourself, Jacob DeGrom. Driving a run. I, wa- no. I watched uh, Kaylee Rickard come up. She was down 2-1. to one. Bases were loaded. She raked a triple yesterday. Drove in three runs, and her team never looked back. I think it's a little different. <laughs> no disrespect <laughs> to Kaylee Rickard. I think it's a little different situation there. 
<laughs> you, you think by now they can tell we're just filling a segment? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But it's fun. Yeah. It's well, fun to argue that uh, well, and stuff. You are, old, you are old man, get off my lawn stat guy, though. Eh, in a way. I, I do think that we have too many numbers. And, like, I, I, I don't know. Uh, the, the shift is just – I, I don't like it. But it's part of the game now. I mean, I'm used to it. I don't get why people hate the shift so much. You don't like it, beat it. You saw who was it from Yale that was shifted on. Hold on, let me pull it up. It was uh, it was Drue. Gage Drue came up, and there were three guys to the left of second base. And he slowed his hands down and hit it down the right field line. That's what you have to do. If you're going to be stubborn enough to try to pound it through the shift, I'm sorry. So here, here's why. I think banning the shift is one of the dumbest things any baseball league could do. Here, here's why all your other stats are stupid, though, if I'm a player. Okay. So I'm, I'm power hitting Brady Beaton, who hit uh, 50 home runs last season, and is, uh, I'm up for a bazillion-dollar contract, but now everybody shifts me. And, you know, in baseball, so you hit 50 home runs, but you're up 500 times, so your other 450 times, you hit the ball to the pole field, and you're out more times than you're safe because they've got eight guys in the pole field. Okay. That's so up. you start beating the shift and dribbling bunt singles down the third base line and singling to the left, and then the GM looks at your slugging or sloopy slop stat or, or whatever they're mashing together and sees that you don't hit for any power, and now you don't get your big contract. Well, yeah, if you can't hit for power, if you can't beat the shift, then that's, then that's a But be a I'm beating the, the shift by hitting singles now. Okay, then uh, in your world, I'm hitting 500, so no one cares what – Everything is what all the other stats are. But you're paid to hit home runs, Brady. You're paid to pull the ball. All right. Are you done coming up with crazy hypotheticals <laughs> that make but no that's, sense? That's my other point. War is a hypothetical. It's a hypothetical. You don't like it because you Here's don't. an average guy. How, how much better are you than a, a guy that doesn't exist? Basically, the stat just And that's a stat that if you turn on those baseball junkie shows – that's the one they throw at you the most. Well, yeah, because it's basically like if, okay, just for so, example, if let's say by the end of the year, just pick a player, I don't know, Jacob Cronenworth has a three war. The idea behind that is if in spring training his arm exploded and they had to call someone up from the minors, they, the Padres would have won three less games. So if... If to find out about three games, it's a dumb stat. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's a really idiotic stat that they shove down your throat and make you feel like it is the most important stat in baseball. Uh, I'd rather know how many home runs, RBIs, and what a guy's batting average is than know a guy's war. I don't care about a guy's war. And that's why you're not a GM of, or making decisions. Uh, I've never applied for a job either as a GM or a decision maker, and neither have half the guys on TV. Who, who did Tim Kirkjian or whatever his name is manage? Who did he play for? Nobody. He's a nerd who couldn't play baseball and wears a bow tie and talks about it and makes up stupid stats to try to sound smarter about the game than he is. <laughs> you just hate all these stats for no reason <laughs> that you don't understand Because <laughs> they're dumb. All right, anything else? No, I think that's, that's good for today. Hopefully we left everybody with a smile, and we'll talk to you again on uh, Friday. And don't forget, we've got uh, more uh, stuff for you on each stream uh, today. I'll be at Marysville for baseball, Marysville Lakeshore, and Brady's got a doubleheader in Armada, St. Clair Armada softball. All right? All right. All right. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is stuck on sports.